your characteristics of the system under stress, and then I'm going to give you characteristics of managers under stress. When the system or group insists on maintaining past comfortable positions and defends against new and different ideas or experiences, conflicts and crises are created, obviously. If the system becomes overly organized and rigidly defensive of its historical positions, it will not open up to new ideas. Because it's got to get out of the past in order to get into the present. And they're holding on for dear life. Uh, rigidity prevents new data from entering the system. And in the absence of new data, chaos and confusion are created. So if you can't let new ideas in, the only place people can go is to hold on what made them safe in the past. And that eventually will get them killed. Characteristics of managers under stress. Just look at it. You say you want to go and work with managers that are working in systems like this. This is what happens when the manager gets under stress. The person who's in the key role. Selectively perceive information, see only that which confirms their previous biases. Become very intolerant of ambiguity and demanding of right answers. Fixate on a single approach to a problem. Um, overestimate how fast time is passing, hence they often feel rushed. Adopt short-term perspective or crisis mentality and cease to consider long-term implications. Have less ability to make fine distinctions in problems so that complexity and nuances are missed. In other words, they can't see the field, and they can't see the pieces in the field. They tend to stop looking at the parts and its relationship to the whole. And what they're doing is fixing the moment and surviving. If the person in the key role is doing that, the people who are dependent on them are running for cover. So you step into a system like that, and the question is, how do you make it I want you to just think about that. How do you make that safe? And also, they consult and listen to others less. So what is the role of leadership in order to make something different happen in the world, in the organization, in the workplace? Provide conditions of safety, number one, and security so the team members can reveal they need to. Be available psychologically, physically to the group. I want to repeat that one. When leadership is not available psychologically, emotionally, as well as physically, nothing happens. When you've got a leader in a key role that's afraid of conflict, it's not going anywhere. Either you're going to have to move the person out or teach them how to stay present. Because when the leader can't contain enough of the anxiety in the system so that people can risk moving, you're just acting like you're doing something. Nothing's happening there. It isn't happening. Secondly, be available, I mean, be neither intrusive or abandoning. Intrusion and abandonment are two of the most powerful emotional things you can do to a group. You can literally stop a group moving or growing. It's also what happens the most, to the most destructive things that happen to the family. You intrude or abandon in a family and you produce all kinds, of, you produce trauma in the family system. An intrusionary parental figure produces trauma in the family. And an intrusionary leader produces trauma in the organization. You understand that? 
um, be able to take criticism and use it productively. I don't need to say much more about that. Um, have good boundary management skills. I don't have time to tell you about this because I'm, I've been put on the clock. But the reality is that boundaries are one of the most crucial skills or tools to keep sanity in a system. And they're the first things that disappear and that allow chaos and uh, disorder to go on. Um, and I won't say much else. Um, Last piece, Yalom. Leaders who cannot be confronted with their limitations because they are either frighteningly formidable or weak and distant develop groups that never become cohesive and responsible. It's all right there. So, in conclusion, I was trying to take you on a journey. All the things that you're hearing here from me are the kinds of things they, that um, Lewin is laying out as a frame. Not only he does it over lots of different theories and concepts, but his major strength is what you're hearing me talk about here. Not only you're seeing what it looks like at the next level, the next stage.